Welcome to the Legendary Leaders Podcast, Making Legendary Leaders, with your host, Katrina Jameson, where we focus on business, leadership, and life. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Legendary Leaders. Yesterday, we spent time talking about defining work, what you would define as CEO work or working on your business versus what you would define as employee work or working in your business. And you were going to create a list of those functions that would fall under each of those definition types. And as I committed to you yesterday, I told you, I said, I'm going to come back. I'm going to help you take that list and then figure out what to do with it, right? So as promised, I am here. And this episode is focused on how to conduct a time audit and then find some help with the work that an employee would do, okay? Hint, hint, it's get an employee, (laughs) okay? So I'm just going to jump you to the end. That's the hint. That's what we're going to talk about at the end of this episode. But we've got to get there first. So let's go ahead and walk through the the functional process of how you're going to figure out what you need to hire for. And the way that you do that is you're going to do a time audit. So you're like, oh, God, Katrina, time audit? That just, that doesn't even sound good. I'm sure when you heard me say that, you're like, I'm not, I'm not doing it. You might have even skipped over this episode. I hope you didn't. Maybe you're listening in just because you're like, well, I'm really intrigued to see what she says, but I don't know if I'm going to do this. So if that's kind of how you felt about it, thank you for listening. Let's go through this. I promise it is not going to be as painful as it sounds, okay? Because it, it does. It sounds painful, but we're going to eat this elephant one bite at a time, and we're going to do this because it's going to help you. Okay, so let's talk time audits. The first thing I need you to do is I want you to do this audit for two weeks. Yes, okay, but it's an elephant. We're taking one bite at a time, which means we're going to do this one day at a time. So just hang in here with me. Two weeks. The first thing I want you to do is I want you to put everything on your calendar. That's the first step. The first step is to commit to putting everything on your calendar from reviewing metrics in the morning to, you know, sending emails to strategic planning time. Everything that you do, put it on your calendar. Add time to your calendar and schedule time to do this. Whatever it is, okay? And you should know the functions because yesterday you created the list, okay? You know all the functions that you've been doing in your business. You've got the list right there beside you, I hope. If you don't have it, grab it. Press pause, grab it, and come back to me. Okay? So you've got your list. Now, I want you to look at your normal work week, and if you don't have everything scheduled on your calendar that you normally do, I need you to add it. So spend an hour right now adding all of the information to your calendar for the next two weeks. Okay? Then I want you to start working through your calendar. Wake up tomorrow, follow your calendar. If you start to realize throughout your day you've left things off of your calendar, then I want you to write it down. I don't necessarily need you to go back and add it to your calendar. You can. If you want to keep every single bit of this information completely in your calendar, add it to your calendar. If you don't have time to go back and edit your calendar, because that can be tough, right? 
just write it down. Have a place where you are going to make notes about this time audit over the next two weeks. And if it's a notebook or a, a, you know, a note app in your phone, whatever it is, commit to that being your method and use it. And so what you're going to do is as you go throughout that day, if things popped up that you didn't plan or put in your calendar, put it in your notes. All right? So what could that be? Well, I have this one employee that wants to call me and, and check in on things at least once a day. Did you add that to the calendar? Probably not because you don't know when it's going to happen and maybe part of you is hoping that it kind of stops because you're hoping they're going to figure things out, right? Well, hope doesn't really get us too far, right, when we're trying to plan. So write it down. Anything that took longer than the block of time that you gave in your calendar, write it down. How much more time did you dedicate to it than what you scheduled? Conversely, if you gave yourself too much time, how much time did you have left over? Okay? I want you to write all of this down. This is how you do a time audit. You take everything that you're responsible for, you put it on the calendar, you schedule time to do it because that's the whole point. You're doing these functions. And then you, you create a true actual representation of how long it takes for you to do everything. The other thing that's going to happen is it's going to be eye-opening. At the end of the two weeks, you're going to learn a couple of things. You're going to learn that you didn't schedule every single thing because you are going to have calls or things that pop up or, or things that people need you for that actually start to become a pattern. And you didn't see the pattern until you started doing the time audit. And so it's going to allow you to go have conversations with people to say, hey, person that calls me every day that sort of needs my approval or needs my support or really just needs to feel a bit more secure in their decision-making process, hey, you've got this. Don't feel like you've got to reach out to me every time. We've got to touch base. Can it wait? If it can't, send me an email, right? Something along those lines. You're going to be able to further streamline your day because you're going to find things that you weren't really recognizing that were popping up on a regular basis. So that's going to solve something even on the side, which is you're going to be able to be a better leader to your team and teach other people how to be better leaders because you're starting to see patterns that you didn't recognize before. Okay? The other thing that you're going to have as you come out of this is you're going to have information on how long it takes to do certain things in your business. How long does it take to respond to customer or client emails? How long does it take to troubleshoot certain things? How long does it take to respond to all the social media pieces that maybe you have to do in the business, right? Whatever it is, you've now gotten not just a time audit of your time, but you've done a time study to show how long it takes to do certain things in your business. So now what do you do with all of this stuff? Just the time information alone. Well, you can sit down and understand in a two-week period how much time each week you're spending on the thoughtful CEO type work and how much you are actually spending on the employee work. And your ultimate goal as a CEO or a founder of a business 
is to do as little as possible of that employee work and as much as possible of the CEO work. It's all about doing what only you can do and finding other people to do what those other functions are. Okay? And we talked about that in another episode, right? That there are people out there and their gift is specifically to come work for you. So tap into their gifts. Now, when I'm talking about hiring someone, though, you've got to know what you want them to do. Well, now you know. It's the employee list of work. You also need to know how much time they need to dedicate to that work because you need to know if you're going to need to hire them full-time, part-time, whatever it is. Well, you've got that now because you've done your time audit, right? You've done your time audit. So now you know what the, what the work is, the employee work. You know how much time you want someone to, to come and work for you and do that work. And guess what? Now you know how much time you're actually spending working on your business. And you have a really cool decision that you get to make if you go ahead and hire someone to come in and be the employee and do the employee work. And, and now keep in mind, you may start with one, but it may be two, three, four, because hopefully your business is going to grow. And here's the cool thing. We talked about you being the rate limiting step. When you bring someone in and you are no longer the rate limiting step and all they do is focus on this employee work and all you do is focus on the CEO strategy work, your business is going to grow because you're going to be able to divvy up the work and, and you have two people doing the work that only one person was doing before. So you get twice as much execution, right? So your business is going to grow and you get to decide at that point, do I take the time that I've now freed up and given to an employee and rededicate all that time to CEO founder work? Or do I go ahead and start pulling back and hire even more people and train them and have them help me with the founder work? Because we can do that. Do you go ahead right now and start pulling yourself out and only work part-time? Let's say out of a 40-hour work week, you were spending, I don't know, half and half. Let's just keep it easy. Half of the time you were working on, on CEO work and the other half of the time you were working on employee work. So you bring in a part-time person that you can eventually grow to full-time because the business is going to grow. Okay? I would go ahead and hire a full-time person and let them pick up even more that we didn't even think about. And... and you're going to have more time to do founder work. So that means you're going to have even more options to offer your client. And that's going to be even more employee work. So if you want to start part-time from a financial perspective, do it. But think about how you could start full-time because you, the entire point of this is growing your business. Okay. But let's get back to the point here. If you're spending only 20 hours a week doing founder work, do you want to only maintain your schedule now at 20 hours a week? Wouldn't that be awesome? That doesn't mean that there's not more founder work to do. That means you need to hire someone to come and help with the founder work. You need to bring on leaders, thought leaders, okay? They can lead and manage people, and they can help with the strategy, right? It's a pretty cool decision to have to make, but you've got to give yourself the chance to actually be in a position to make it. That's where this time audit comes in. It is so powerful, all right? So... That's what I want you to do today. Take your calendar out, put everything on the calendar 
that you listed when you did your functional lists, okay, the work list, the work that you do. And for the next two weeks, I want you to work on executing your time audit. And then at the end of it, I want it to, you to sit down and assess what you found. And it's going to be eye-opening. You're going to see trends. You're going to see how much time you spend doing what. You're going to see now that you can actually afford to bring on someone to help with the employee work if you haven't already. Because look at the free time you would have or look at the time you can then free up to grow your business and be more of a CEO. That's pretty awesome. Look at what you've just given yourself. You have the tool right there. Don't not use it. Go use the tool. Spend the time. Conduct your time audit. Okay? That's my challenge for you today. Don't fail me now. Come on, I believe in you. You can do this. Do your time audit. Get your calendar out. I hope that you have an amazing day. I know that this is going to be eye-opening. Go and be legendary.